Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the HP Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. HP's bad boy. You, you, I wasn't going to let you forget. <laughs> Never. Ben, ben just I look as I looked at Ben, it was just blinking. His eyes were just just like uh, completely stunned, stunned, D- displeased. Maybe I'm here with the beautiful boys, Brandon. Hello. And Ben. Hey, what's up? Nothing, man. I feel like it's been it, not a weird day. I guess it's it's been kind of it was rainy when I woke up. Has it rained throughout the day? I don't know. I've been in meetings all day. Something feels a little dreary, but I'm happy I'm here with the boys now. That's right. Because it makes all the, the dreariness fade make, away. We bring the some sunshine. sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> ben, couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this is the HP Podcast. As I mentioned, your weekly gaming podcast from HandsomePhantom.com. If you've never heard of us, check us out. It's HandsomePhantom.com. That's where all of our content is. We do reviews, previews, videos, podcasts, all kinds of stuff. But more importantly, if you want to... Maybe get a little more. Maybe you've heard this show and you're like, I'm in. Check us out at patreon.com slash handsome phantom where you can support this show and get some perks along the way, such as getting this show early, get access to our uh, after dark show, which is our whatever we want it to be show that comes out once a month. You get a month early access to that. Man, there's still some secrets being kept from the last show until that that one goes public. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So you're going to want to check that out. And uh, last but not least, this show sponsored by Balls Garana, a delicious energy drink. Check it out. So what have you guys, what's your, Ben, you said you were in meetings. Yeah. You, I, I got the impression that it was a very long meeting. It was a long meeting. Because you had said like I had a meeting at, at noon and then it was like three hours later. That sounds rough. Well, my meeting was two hours long, and then I got out of the meeting, and I had 15 phone calls to return, and Ugh, yeah, yeah, so it's just been one of those days. It should be illegal for a meeting to be that long. Just straight up illegal. You go to jail <laughs> the moment that it goes beyond that. I agree. It was a lunch meeting, fortunately, though, so I, mm. I mean, I ate and everything while right. we were meeting. So That makes it a little better. Yeah. What'd you have? It's always... I had a salad, a steak mm. salad. Delicious. Yeah. Fries? Uh, sweet potato fries. Okay. You know, I don't really fuck with sweet potato fries. I do. Oh, you're messing up, man. They're delicious. I've had some that are too off. Sometimes they're like crispy and delicious, I will say. But I've had some that I'm like, these taste off to me. Yeah. You could get that with regular fries, though, you know? That's true. I guess it's just the way it's prepared. It's interesting how there's certain places that you get fries that it just ain't it. And they oh, continue yeah. to make them. Yeah. Like, the last time I was at Burger King... I had some fries there and I was like, this ain't it. Yeah. Like no good. I just feel like it shouldn't be that hard to make a delicious French fry. And you think, I don't know, I guess it depends on when you're going, but you'd hope they'd always be like on top of that, you know? Right. Yeah, dude. And here's the thing. I know people say McDonald's has the, the best fries. I think they're delicious. The moment those get cold though, yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. Just like little pieces of cardboard in your right. mouth with ketchup. Mm. Do you know what's weird about McDonald's fries too? What's that? They have dairy in them. Ooh. Yeah, they add some. That. Some. I think uh, you told me that. Yeah, because Holly couldn't figure out why she was getting sick from McDonald's. Holly, my wife, lactose intolerant, and then uh, that was it. Very badly lactose intolerant. Yes. So, yeah, McDonald's. What are you doing? So, have you got? Well, 
you might not have, Dustin. Ben, have you tried pre, like, uh, shitty fries McDonald's, like when they did the beef grease? Uh, beef grease? Probably, but yeah, I don't remember Yeah, so, for sure. like, it's really funny. Look it up sometime. There was this one guy who went on, like, a personal campaign against all these fast food things. It was, like, in the 90s, and he alone made McDonald's bow to him and change to this vegetable oil, and... Before, that's like the fries were top notch. You got to look it up. It's actually a pretty Hmm. crazy story. But then they switched to this other one. And people are saying a lot of people, most people are saying that these beef ones cooked in the in in the the beef fat. Interesting. I can understand more flavorful. The textures better. Everything. I can understand if you're vegetarian, though, not wanting to eat. Fries that are made in the fat of an animal. I understand. I can that. understand. That, I understand that. But also, I can just say, you know, fuck off. That wasn't get... even the reason, though. It was oh. like high fat. Oh, it's listen. Wor- it's worse for you, and that's yeah. You're eating at McDonald's, <laughs> like exactly. What do you expect? Right. What do you want? I still remember the super size. Uh, oh yeah. man, that was <laughs> that, that was legit. Else. Yeah, but I guess I I remember getting like a super size fry. As a snack that me and uh, my uncle Brian would share, but I I couldn't fully enjoy the glory of it before I was old enough to just gorge myself. Just supersized by yourself, man. I'm sure he had to have like a half a gallon of pop <laughs> with it as well. So yeah, they just hand you a two liter. They're like, here you go. Yeah. Damn. I mean, those are the glory days. Yeah. What happened? Morgan, Morgan Spurlock ruined D- it diabetes, for everybody. Heart disease. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I've always thought it was weird because you could just be like, well, fuck it. I'm ordering two larges. Yeah. If you want to have an obscene amount of food, nothing. It's not. You're not stopped yeah, by yeah. the options listed. It's like a false window. So it's like, yeah. you know, we got to take away this option because even though you could still technically do this option, it's too easy to just say. Sure, make it bigger. Right. I say that every day. Mm, make it bigger. <laughs> <laughs> There's some... I, I feel like I read or saw something where the the whole idea of the supersize me, you know, or, or like, do you want to do that supersized? Mm-hmm. Like, increase sales a- astronomically. Oh, yeah, dude. It's like, would you like fries with that? It's that. It's literally that exact same thing. Right. The it's power so, of suggestion. It's so convenient. And, you know, that's why there's candy bars before your checkout. And that's why when you order something online, there's a people also bought. Right. Or it pops up and said, you can add this to your order for X amount. And it's the same amount it would normally be. Yeah. But because they suggested it, you're like, it's just like, well, it must be. Oh, that's a button. I should probably. Yeah. Three bucks. Not to go. Not to go too far down the rabbit hole here. But I have discovered something about the Papa John's app. Okay, you got a you got a PJ hack. PJ hack because <laughs> at one point I was like, I just want a large pizza because I'm the only person eating it. Exactly. And the large pizza was like $15 or yeah. something ridiculous. Dude, I've never paid full price at Papa John's. Yeah. So I was like, let me look at the specials and you can get two mediums for $12. Uh-huh. And I was like, mm, well, that sounds like a better deal. That's more pizza. But then when you go to the checkout, you can Papa size it for only two extra dollars for one of your pizzas. Wow. So you can get, and a whole extra medium pizza. Wow. For basically free. Less money. Yeah. Yeah. So, Papa, I know you're not at the company anymore. You're fucking up. <laughs> I mean, I guess if people are He's buying. He's not fucking up, dude. Yeah. You, what did Papa John's mean when the day of reckoning was coming? Coming. He said that before <laughs> he said that coronavirus. Be- he said that before everything. And you have to think with so many things going wrong, one of the things has to be the reckoning. I don't know if it's the wildfires. <laughs> I don't know if it's the senseless violence, whatever that might mean. I don't know if it's the pandemic. Papa, what I'll did you buff. do? What did you do? Hey, check this out. This is, okay, I knew a guy who worked for Papa John's, and he didn't work, like, at the pizza shop. He worked, like, at the distribution center, and he was, like, you know, did some number stuff. He figured out one time... And this is just this one guy saying this, but I believe it. This is probably five years ago at this point. So you have to assume some things have changed. But for them to, you know, create the recipe, develop the dough, develop all the ingredients, put it on a truck, ship it to the local Papa John's place, pay employees to make it, put it in a box, 
and hand it to you across the counter. This was not if it was delivered, although they probably make more money if it's delivered. But for a large one topping, specifically pepperoni pizza, it cost Papa John's through all of that from start to finish. And they like source all their own ingredients. They're not like, you know, buying it from Walmart or whatever. 70 cents. Damn. Yeah. That's dude. That's dude. We got to get in the pizza biz. The pizza biz is big biz. We just need to be like a, a big enough company that we can make everything ourselves. It's going to take a couple months to grow the stuff. Right. We're going to have to till the wheat. We're going to have to knead the dough. Mm. But, you know, we'll get there. Here's the problem, Brandon. I think what you're saying is that we're not in the pizza category. <laughs> <laughs> and we need you to, know what? We need to shift. I, you are exactly right. We, we need to have. <laughs> we could develop a handsome phantom pizza through. Some business means we probably oh could. my through uh, very nice some various local Dude, the businesses. HP pizza, wow. Now, when I worked at the pizza shop when I was in, and and I per- now I have a restaurant myself and we make pizza, so I know that they don't all cost seventy cents, but it's all about scale and everything. But when I worked at a pizza shop in two thousand ten, two thousand six to two thousand ten, some you know multiple years during that point, um, when I was in college. It was a local one place pizza shop. All the ingredients were super fresh, bought like the day before you buy your pizza, you know, make make the dough in the back, that kind of thing. And for a large there, I think they charge $16. And this was, like I said, 10 plus years ago. And it costs like, you know, $8.20 or something. It was almost, it was like literally half yeah. of what the pizza costs, which is, you know, for, for food costs, that's kind of actually high. Yeah. For food costs to be over half of what they charge you because you got to factor labor and everything in there. So there's a wide variety of yeah. what pizza can cost. But my wife does what you're saying, Brandon. She makes pizza. She makes the dough. She, like, does the starter. Like, Holy shit. It's, it's sourdough um, crust, which yeah. isn't my favorite, but it's good. That sounds good, though. Yeah. I'd be willing to give it a go. So I'll here, have her make you one sometime. Oh, here's yeah. the thing. The, the HP pizza... First of all, the dough is made with balls garana, and the <laughs> toppings include pop tarts. And I'm trying to think what else is on brand for us here. Um, Crumbled pop tarts, <laughs> uh, nicotine pouches, pouches <laughs> and fucking uh, milds or something. I don't know. Black yeah, and mild. I mean, shut up. Maybe like maybe like ten years ago. For the Brandon special, it has a little uh, extra green oregano, on there. A little, <laughs> a little extra oregano, couple, maybe a couple green dragon eggs on top of there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no problem. All right, guys, let's get into the news. Oh, I thought that was the news. I mean, it is. HP it's a pizza little, coming to use. No, it's a little <laughs> bit of a slow week. So we've been having blowouts, though. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So stuff is going to be trickling. It can't all be bangers, as trickling. they say. Trickling. That's right. So we talk about pizza. Though, let me tell you guys. Sue me. I lied because the biggest news of all happened this week. And this is an, a special announcement that... Gal Gun Returns is oh. coming to PC, <laughs> Nintendo Switch, Bless. and Xbox One uh, next year. Wow. Thank God. Now, I'm sharing this on the show, first of all, to promote our Cursed PlayStation series, which there's a new episode out right now for everybody. On YouTube? On YouTube. There is an episode, though, where we play uh, Gal Gun Double Piece. And yes. so this is the follow-up. Now, we could make this actual serious news slightly because it is interesting it is not coming to PlayStation 4. Hmm. And that is directly, I'm guessing, due to PlayStation's new policies. I think it's directly related to the well, cursed PlayStation. Well, yeah, I was, I, I was going to say, somebody, Shu, uh, was peeping, he's, you know, peeping our thing, and he's like, no more. No more. No Enough more. Of this. So, <laughs> I, was, I saw this site. There's a, a promotional site up on P-Cube's website. And I wanted to read you. P-Cube? That's, That's the, the name the, of the, the okay. de- yeah, gotcha. developer. Gotcha. Oh, developer. Or the publisher. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I wanted to read you guys the features <laughs> list. Because <laughs> I was looking at this yesterday and I was like, I have to. We have to read this on the show. Huge cast of over 70 girls. Add the main heroines, angels, and all the, fir- and all the students slash facility at the academy together. And you get a huge cast of over 70 characters. In addition to the students and faculty, you may even cross paths with some ladies who are pretty rare sightings. I'm just going to skip. Dude, is this the most ambitious crossover of (laughs) of 70 women? Just you wait. This is on the website. I'm just I'm holding up the iPad so you guys can see it. Well, aim for the ecstasy. 
shot. I'm very aware of that. Every girl has a weak spot <laughs> where pheromone shots are extra effective. You know you found it when you see things like, uh, and then there's Japanese text. <laughs> How am I supposed to read that? <laughs> Steady your aim and land a shot there, and that'll trigger an ecstasy shot, which gives a girl euphoria in just one shot. Wow. Enjoy the satisfaction of Doki Doki mode. Brandon, you are very aware of the Doki Doki <laughs> mode. I'm aware of it all. Once you meet certain conditions, you can really concentrate and marvel at a girl from a bunch of different angles in Doki Doki mode. <laughs> Fill that girl's Doki Doki cage within the time limit. And not only will you give her euphoria, but you'll also be with, you will also be rewarded for your dot 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 efforts. That's what it says. Dot 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 efforts. Wow. Wow. Self-aware. I'm going to breeze through. I'm not going to read all these. So you said this isn't coming to Switch either. That's what you're saying. It is coming to Switch. It is coming Are to you Switch. shitting me? <laughs> yes. Dude, copping that on day one on Switch. These get even better. An absolute wealth of panty designs. Oh, thank God. Oh True gosh. aesthetics in those hidden areas is what Galgun is all about. A grand total of 423 types of panties are waiting to be discovered. There may be even more to come. Is this Pokemon? It is now. Is this underwear mon? What what in the world? <laughs> the girls are even cuter than before. Ten years uh. have passed since the original, and these gals are even more charming than ever. I hope they're ten years older, Ho too. Yeah, hopefully they're ten years older. Some characters have new hairstyles and other small changes that make them stand out even more. Others mm. provide forms of identification on <laughs> visibly... <laughs> oh, my... So and then it just says that it's now fully voiced. Got to catch them all. There's a variety of game modes. I'm so, sure. Uh, I'm sure the gameplay is very varied. <laughs> listen, I would I would instantly do another cursed PlayStation episode with Galgun Returns. Is there a special edition? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm not seeing I'm, one on the website dude, right now. Didn't the but, last one come with like literally a pair of underwear? Yes. One of them, I think, did come Unbelievable. with. Unbelievable. It was a tiny. It was like a, a tiny pair of underwear that was supposed to be a, a screen cleaner. <laughs> That's what they said. It was like a screen cleaner in the shape of panties. Oh my God, so, Brandon, dude, if you're so interested, ridiculous. you can subscribe on their website to get more updates. So like a, so, oh, like a newsletter. Thank God. Yes. This is exactly what you could expect from the hp podcast yeah i know here's the thing i know we're getting some new listeners right now i just wanted to start out and set the tone for the show if you're expecting anything different go away you're oh yeah, my. you're done oh my all right amazon is entering the streaming biz with a product they called call amazon luna uh you can sign up for early access right I just now did, like 10 minutes ago yeah I did a few days ago, but I haven't heard yeah. anything. So basically, as far as I can tell, based on looking at the website, this is basically just Stadia only under Amazon with right. a few few changes. So the most important thing is that they're organizing the content through channels. Now, they have their own channel called Luna Plus. And when the early access starts, it'll cost $5.99 a month. And this gives you instant access to a huge library of games. Well, and that's the biggest distinction between it and Stadia, right? Right. Is that on Stadia, you sign up and then you have to also buy the games. Yes. Yeah. So it's more like Game Pass in that way? Yes. Okay. But so there are some big games that they at least have on their page. I know I saw Control on there. And uh, nothing like incredibly new. Let me see here. Control, Metro Exodus, uh, Assassin's well, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but we'll get to that. That yeah. won't be a part of the plus. They have stuff like Res Infinite, Surge 2, Resident Evil 7. So nothing incredibly new, but some interesting stuff there nonetheless. Now, so that's just the Luma Plus channel. They're also partnered with Ubisoft to have a... Is, Ubisoft, not Ubisoft, a Ubisoft channel. Now, I've heard both ways. There's very little info, but I'm guessing that this is basically going to be like the Ubisoft Plus or whatever account that you can already was get. It, was it Uplay? Uplay. Uplay yeah. yeah. Only it'll be streaming through Amazon. Huh. So you'll be able to play through your PC, Mac, a Fire TV, or this is really interesting. 
It says web apps for iPhone and iPad. That is the most interesting thing to me, too, because Apple one, says no. Well, Apple says no to <laughs> Apple apps, says no. But web apps means it's a website. Well, yeah, Safari. I was gonna, yeah. So, huh. You don't have to get your app approved if yeah. you do that. Right. And you don't have to go through the app store. Yeah, process. because it's a, it's a, you know, you can go to any Come website. Come on, Epic. Yeah, really. I've, I, I don't know if we're going to talk about that at any point, but that's been so strangely developing as well. It's honestly, there's so many things happening that I feel like I can't even follow it and I, or report on it properly because yeah. I don't understand. We the, can talk about it outside the show, but go ahead. Yeah. So they're also releasing a Luna controller that looks exactly like a Switch Pro controller. It works the same way as Stadia is that it will, the controller itself connects directly to your Wi-Fi in order to lower latency. And that's about all we know right now. Hmm. So what do you guys think about another big company entering the streaming biz? It's only good. Yeah, I mean, I do think it's good, but I'm like... Was Amazon like, hey, we could do this better? Because surely they weren't like, hey, this is doing great. Right. No, they were guaranteed it was in development of some sort before Stadia was public knowledge. Right. They, they Yeah, they were like, oh, maybe we should wait. Here's the thing. <laughs> the, the reasons I think Amazon will do it better than Google. I mean, not that Google doesn't have the infrastructure, but like most of the Internet relies already on Amazon cloud um, infrastructure. Like, I think Twitter even might have a lot of integration with back-end AWS I believe stuff. It. Yeah. So, one, I think that things will probably be more stable through that. The, the most interesting thing to me, Dustin, that you didn't mention, you know, Google talked about, like, oh, you'll be able to watch streamers and jump into that game with them at the same time, or you'll be able to buy the... We haven't seen that materialize on Stadia. But on Amazon, they've already got Twitch, and they've got millions of people watching Twitch at any given time. And if you're watching somebody play a game and there's a button there where you can click to play the game. I mean, first of all, stream sniping is going to be oh, an all-time yeah. high. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> um, that kind of stuff. But just think about like people who are already interested in games, who are interested in watching people play them, having access to just open the game and play it or buy it or subscribe or whatever. Yeah. Have... Have they um, have they said anything about pricing? Yeah, it's five ninety nine for early access people. No, for like controllers and shit. Forty five or forty nine. Cool. And you said it could run on Fire Stick. Yeah, that's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, because I have a Fire Stick. Yeah, might just fuck around and try it out. I mean, I think it'll work on most smart TVs that aren't directly competing competing with them, and I mean, it'll run on anything. You can yeah. guarantee it'll run on anything. Amazon, whether it's a Fire tablet yeah. or whatever, and it lasts a month, man. I, I, I could pay like six bucks to try Control, beat it, yeah, and then, and games like Control. I mean, I, I don't want to ever try an FPS on a cloud no, no game. heavens, no. But Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Farm Simulator. Could I pay fifteen dollars and play Assassin's Creed Valhalla where the latency isn't as big of an issue? Yeah, it's an issue. It's yeah. not as big of an issue. Yeah. Farm Simulator? Yeah. yeah. Dude, it'd be, it'd, it'd be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm still... So, I'm working on a video for a side quest right now where I actually just today tried out three major players in the streaming space. I don't think any of them are good enough. For yeah. me, personally. Yeah. Like, I can feel latency on but all of them. But you also have a disease. I do. I, I share that disease you got to a, a lesser bug. extent. But. I think a lot of people similar to us would not be satisfied right so are they tailoring to that market is it just not there yet probably everyone listening to this show right wouldn't work for it very well. right yeah so yeah i don't know i mean i think it's good that they're doing a more netflix style approach because that's where stadia crash and burn right no one wants to spend 60 dollars on red dead and no. have it locked to stadia you know what i mean someone does <sighs> How many, though? Right. <laughs> like 10? Like 20 Google, Google employees? You got to... I really wonder, like, what are the sales numbers? Specifically, Red Dead Redemption 2, a game that was already out. Yeah. How many people bought that to play on Stadia? Is there, like, third-party websites that track concurrent users on Stadia? I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. know. I wouldn't think that they would be able to access that, but... 
Also, you can use your own controllers, too. So you won't have to buy really the yeah. Luma controller. Yeah. Oh, so it'll just be like Bluetooth or something. Yeah. But, oh, but then you wouldn't get the you don't connect directly to the, cloud. the Wi-Fi. So you might get even more latency. Yeah. yeah. Bluetooth is pretty reliable, but that factored in with the latency is what would probably cause the problems. Right. So, yeah, any other thoughts about Luna? It was really weird because it, it was just like announced one day. There was no big blowout. Like it wasn't like when Google did their big announcement. Like it was just like, hey, this is coming, which honestly, it might be a smart idea because right now the the feeling towards Stadia is so low that they, they might be better off to just like quietly come out and then impress people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Get that bad taste right. out of everyone's mouth. New games are coming to Game Pass in October. Most uh, importantly, I would say the biggest release is Doom Eternal, Whew. which is coming out on October 1st. Only on the actual Xbox devices. Though, yes. right? Yeah, not PC yet. Yeah. So yeah. what's interesting on their website, it now lists Android as yeah. a platform. Yeah, of course. It does. So this is coming to Android and console. That's actually so, really cool. Brandon, you're playing Doom right now, right? Yeah, I just finished it today. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't know how much I want to talk about it, but I did a complete 180 on this game. Just And now you love it or now you hate it? I really like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I see why some people didn't. Mm. I think it deviates just enough that I understand why it turned me off initially. But if you can actually get a feel for the mechanics... And the platforming, whew, shit is fun as fuck. Seriously. And, you know, everything about it is just as good as 2016, but you have to make it over that little bit of a, you know, pause button of, hey, I have to do certain, I have to play a certain way. There's no other option. So once you get into that and you accept that, it's an awesome ass game. It's just as polished. The music is just as banging. It's just as just metal. It is unequivocally the most metal fucking game i've ever played and i love it oh i will say that what clicked for me is when i realized like this game demands that i weapon swap yeah almost every 20 to 30 seconds at least if i'm in a in a in a combat encounter at least and once i realized that also uh glory kills yes extremely essential and something that i figured out as i was playing the game is Obviously, the upgrades make it better, but really look at all the upgrades because some of them, depending on your playstyle, really benefit you. Um, I didn't realize for like half the game that there was a dash upgrade. Oh, would have helped me out a lot. So. Yeah. Also coming is a game called Drake Hollow, or is it Drake's Hollow? I might have wrote written that wrong. That's also on October first, but that's exclusively for PC. Uncharted is going off the rails, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brutal Legend is coming on October 8th. Yes. And that's a console only. I thought that already was, but I maybe it was previously and they're bringing it back again or something. Is this a weird statement? Tell me what you think. Brutal Legend is a game I like more in concept than actually playing it. Yes, that's, that's not a weird statement at all. I started it and played years ago. I got it and started it and I was like, this is really cool, but I also don't like it. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, maybe my... I started it like six times. Yeah. And, yeah, never finished it. Yeah, I remember finishing it. I had fond memories, but it's probably one of them rose-tinted type things. Right. You know, it's old enough at this point, it probably would be hard to go back. This next one surprised me because I would have thought that it would have already been available on Game Pass. But Forza Motorsport 7 will be out on October 8th. That includes Android, console, and PC. Yeah, Mm. you would think that that would already be. Isn't that first party? Yeah. But I think it was before... Game Pass. Was it before Game Pass really made that commitment? I don't know. I don't know. Also, did you guys see something about Forza Horizon 4 or 3 getting delisted delisted. for some reason? What's going on with that? I'm guessing it's, I mean, it's most likely car licenses. It could be music licenses. The car, what's weird though is that's such a, it's a modern game. We'll say, you know, it's from this generation. So there's no reason why they, why wouldn't they just set up the licenses that it could live indefinitely unless it was just well, too fucking expensive? I mean, if it were if it were a large amount of time. Yeah. After if it were like an Alan Wake or something that needed to be, 
you know, pushed aside. I get, but it has not been that long. I'm disappointed, honestly, because I wanted to play more of that game, and I know I can get it other ways, but it's just weird that it... Don't you already own it? No? I did it on Game Pass. Oh, yeah. I am guess if, if you download it on Game Pass beforehand, then... Yeah, hopefully. Finally, Inkenfell comes on October 8th, console and PC. What's Inkenfell? I don't know. Okay. So, yeah, a bunch of new stuff coming this month. I got to find out. You keep talking, but I'm going to look. Cool. Next story. I put this one specifically in for you guys. I thought this was really interesting. This comes from Vice. Activision has banned around 20,000 cheaters in Warzone. And this all happened on Monday, specifically after the company detected a popular cheat called engine owning. What is particularly interesting about this round of bans is that there's a streamer named Nick Wagner who goes by the name Wagnificent on Twitch and he was banned while streaming. Yeah. Along with everybody else. And apparently he has created a new account and is just streaming again, but he has not commented on the <laughs> reason for yeah. his ban. This is good. It's 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 long due. I'm hearing some chatter of people saying people are getting banned that are not supposed to be banned. I don't know, but the amount of cheaters, they have to do something about it. It's insane. You know what I mean? Like, if it's what the general population is assuming is happening, then it's, you know, you're getting sometimes a couple every other match or a couple of match. They've run the numbers, and obviously, you know, people who are going to stream snipe the big streamers, there's more likely to be more cheaters in there. But I 100% Brandon and I are nobody. Yeah. Nobody's stream sniping us, even though we're streaming. There's we've definitely found cheaters in our games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's there's not a question. Yeah. And what's what sucks is I understand that Warzone as an entity is living on. But it's been long enough that I feel like this shouldn't be as much of a problem at this point in Warzone's lifespan. Hmm. Like, I feel like this should have come nine months ago and they should just be tidying it up at this point well the thing i can't figure out is they they they're saying that it came due to people using a certain hack or whatever how did it take them finding a hack like you can literally go on chrome right now and search warzone hacks and i guarantee a thousand websites would pop up offering for you to buy hacks from dude them. activision you know they got limited resources. They're a little <laughs> bit of a smaller company. Yeah. <laughs> They're not re- there's there's not a ton of money coming in right now from these battle passes. Exactly, so like why exactly. how, how, how could what they do I it? download? There was something I downloaded recently and it was like install anti-cheat to play and I was like really this game needs an anti-cheat? Why is that not on every game? Yeah. Well, well it, compe- it it does competitive. It does cost money, I understand. It costs money to create those things. We're talking about huge, a huge game, and here. you're talking about literally weekly tournaments of ten thousand, two hundred thousand, you know, like, yeah. like literally thousands and thousands of dollars is shuffled around a week, yeah, because of this game. No shit, I watch it every week on Twitch, right? Whether it's unofficial or official, right? So, I just feel like you're responsible for ensuring that people are not taking advantage of your systems, breaking the TOS, right? You right? You know, like. Hey, real quick, Ekenfell is a turn-based RPG with a tactical twist. Oh. And it was published by Humble. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now we can never think about it again. Yeah. So <laughs> what's interesting to me about this this banning, which I guess it shouldn't be surprising, is that 20,000... There's a market for these cheats that is in the tens of thousands. 20,000 people were using this cheat. Dude, this th- cheat. Dude, that's scratching the surface. I'm telling you. Like the, uh, I don't know. You gotta imagine there's, there's like no, a cheater in every game. There is no. They're saying, they're saying statistically there's two to three cheaters in a game. There's no actual like for sure a hundred percent stats. They would never release that because right. they would get you know ran through the mud. But it it's just like if it's just this one, you're exactly right, Dustin. How many more are there? Yeah. You know, and we got season six, and I just. Yeah, man. I mean, it's good, but what happens when a new one pops up tomorrow? Right. 
you know, like you ban that guy or, you know, you ban these 200,000, that's one program, you know, there's mm-hmm. all different kinds. I know that for a fact based upon what I've seen. Yeah. Interesting. We'll see. Um, it, the future of Warzone is going to get real interesting, especially with this new Call of Duty coming out, which they haven't really confirmed how it's integrating into it, but they said it is. So whatever that means, we'll be following that for sure. Dude, is season season seven, is it about the right timeline for it to come out whenever uh, Cold War drops? Is that the right? I think that season six might be going on. During it, okay. During. Yeah. I'm not 100% positive. Maybe that'll be the mid-season update or something. Yeah. Well, that's, I think, what I was maybe hearing was they always do like a mid-season change of some sort. Yeah. So maybe... A mid-season 60 gig. Yeah. Well, dude, this fucking... I don't know how big this one I just downloaded before I left, but it required me to get rid of 80 gigabytes on my hard drive. Yeah. Because supposedly the footprint's bigger than the actual file, but that doesn't make any difference to me. I mean, I still got to delete shit to download it. Well, I saw I looked it up last night because apparently you can't preload the updates on PC like you can on PlayStation or on Xbox, I guess Uh, you can't on Xbox either. And the PS4 update after it installed was only a 20 gig update. So it was an extra 20 gig. The PC was a um, I think it ends up being like between 20 and 30, but it required a 60 gig update for it to be 20 or 30 total i know they like patch stuff out i'm gonna start down it's stupid as fuck but with the amount of things that they're adding to the game is that 60 gigabytes Hmm. that's a good question you know like uh, what is taking up all that memory for warzone specifically because i can uninstall the co-op modes, and that's not what's getting updated. I don't even have it installed. Right. So what is getting updated for 20 gigabytes? Not to go on too long about this, but one of the things I was irritated about was, like, we play multiplayer, but mostly yeah. we play Warzone. I mean, we play Warzone a lot. But I have Warzone. I have the full game on my PC and my PlayStation. But I have the full game on my PC, and... All I wanted was to download the Warzone update so I could hop in, grab the battle pass, check out the new stuff in Warzone, etc. And it would not let me only download the Warzone update, even though it exists, because there are people who only have Warzone. Because you, it's it's because you have the rest. Because I have the rest. So I had to download. So instead of it taking 20, 30 minutes, it took me an hour and a half. And it downloaded, like, campaign updates and glitch fixes and everything else. Which, I mean, else. Is, is great. But it's great, like, but I'm never going to yeah, play the campaign exa- again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's confusing to me. And literally every season, there is a 20 gigabyte, 30 So, like, if stuff's going to continue to change with Cold War, what are we looking at, man? Just wait till you're on a PS5 and you have 800-some gigabytes. That's what I'm saying. I have 1.5 right now that I put specifically to not have this issue in my PS4 terabyte. And I'm just... I think I literally need to buy another SSD specifically for Warzone (laughs) or for Call of Duty. (laughs) Yeah. It's just... It's strange to me. Um, And I understand they're working on it. And I think if the game wasn't as good, we'd be willing to give them less grace. Um, But you got to fix the cheaters and... Stop making the updates so fucking big, man. Yeah. All right. This comes from Twinfinite. Uh, Super data shows super data. Basically, they're able to pull steam stats and stuff like that shows that Fall Guys has made over one hundred and eighty five million dollars and it is the biggest PC launch for a game since Overwatch. One hundred eighty five just on PC. Yes. Yeah. Because so, it's on PlayStation, too. Yes. Um, and now I'm sure they're making a ton of sales on PlayStation now that it is no longer on Plus. Well, I mean, they would be making sales. that That's not just people buying it. Or is that just people buying it? Because there's microtransactions, I think that's too. just people buying it. Wow. Because you can buy skins and stuff, too, in that game. I'm sure, dude. What's interesting that what I was thinking about, I mean, obviously, the small team that made this is just insanely rich right now. Mediatonic is set for life. But I was also like, hmm, I wonder if this could pave the way for Devolver to just do way more stuff. Well, yeah, because they're the publisher, and 
obviously every publishing deal is a little different, but usually if you publish the game, you recoup plus X amount and the developer gets the rest. Right. Or, yeah. no, I don't think Devolver would have this kind of scenario, but some publishers pay for the game to get made, they pay your salaries, et cetera, and then they get all the proceeds from the profits from the game. Yeah. I don't think Devolver, I'm sure Devolver, knowing the way that Devolver operates, um, I mean, they let they let their people keep the IP, so I'm sure that's not the case with them, but some publishers would do that. So, Devol- yeah, I'm sure Devolver's not missing out on some of this revenue. Right. It seems now that, I mean, Fall Guys, I'm still seeing Fall Guys tweets daily. Yeah. But it seems like Among Us is now the new hot game in the in the zeitgeist. Yeah. Which I don't know anything about this game. Is It's like, from my impression, it's like a video game version of Mafia. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to figure out who's the bad guy. And mm-hmm. it's free on your phone. Yes. And it's only $5 on PC. Why That's is it correct. not on PS4? Because... Probably weren't ready. Yeah, it's a team of three people that made the game. Oh, that makes sense. I, yeah. See, I I just recently even figured out what it was. So, so, to my understanding, this game has sat dormant for most of its life with virtually very few players. Yeah. And then I'm guessing, I, this info is probably out there. I'm just speaking out my ass at this point. I'm guessing some streamer played it, yeah. and then it just... You got it. Well, no, honestly, I... Once again, like you said, I I don't know for sure either. Information is probably out there, but once people started streaming it, I saw it everywhere. Right. No, here I have. Uh, I get an email from the Fairly Odd Streamers, which is a website about streaming. Okay. And I got an email last night. I'm just going to read it because why not? Developed by Innersloth, a team of three developers, Among Us was released in 2018 as a mobile game. Innersloth received positive feedback from the game's small community and decided to launch a new version on Steam for PC. The game didn't become an overnight success, but the team continued to update the game each week by making incremental improvements. Each time an update landed, new players would try the game, and its overall player retention rate would increase. Among Us initially caught traction in Korea and then Brazil. As YouTubers in these respective countries began playing, the player base slowly started to increase. But the game just recently became a worldwide success. You can see the Twitch viewership noticeably increased in July, which I can show you this. That's when Soda Poppin, a streamer, started streaming the game. And then he pulled in big names like XQC and Andy Milanakis to play alongside. As we know now, the big name streamers quickly saw the entertainment value and the game of the game and began playing it with their, within their streamer clicks. So it's basically this Soda Poppin person who's got a following by himself, but then he pulls in people like Andy Milanakis, who has a yeah. following, obviously. But I don't know if you can, if you'll be able to see this very easily. But this chart, basically, what it shows—that's the chart I saw. Wow. Yeah. I saw that. this chart shows years of it just sitting, doing nothing. I mean, comparatively nothing. And then they said in January, "Hey, no new content updates. We're going to lower the price. It's free on iPhone now, I think." And then in like. May, it starts popping up, and then July, it starts popping up. And in the last 30 days, they went from, hey, we're not updating this game anymore at all, to, oh, wow, we're getting some traction. We're going to make a sequel, to, we're not making a sequel. We're just going to play. We're just going to keep improving this game. Yeah. That's such a smart idea to not break up the player base this early on. I mean, early on for its success. Right. But here's my question. Obviously... They're going to make, you know, they're, but they're only going to make like five bucks a pop for people who buy this. So they're not going to really cash in, cash in, obviously, compared to what they were, they're cashing in. But if you can download it for free on the iPhone and there's no in-app purchases and you can play it for five dollars on your PC. What is the point where they have to say? We've got to figure out some other way to monetize this thing. PS4 and Xbox One, I guess. So yeah, yeah, that that dude, 20 bucks. Pop it on there. How, how much is it? Did you say it's just five on PC? Yeah, four ninety nine. I don't think it'd be ridiculous, especially with thirty percent, for it to be come come out on consoles for twenty bucks. Ben, there are in app purchases. Oh, there are. So what I'm looking at right now on the App Store, there's a two dollar fee to remove the in game ads. Okay. And there is a bunch of cosmetic DLC that ranges from two to three dollars. I could be totally wrong, but. When I looked at this, probably going on three weeks ago now, maybe four weeks ago, I looked at it in the store. I specifically was looking for in-app purchases, and I didn't see any. 
So I'm wondering if that's changed, but I could have just totally missed it, too. Yeah, yeah maybe they did add. Who knows? Yeah, I want to play this game at some point. I think it would be... Yeah, it's we should really have fun. an HP Among Us. Night. Yeah, I was going to say, mm-hmm. it, it's such a social game that I literally, if I wasn't playing with people that I knew, I don't know that I would want to. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. So... Okay, moving along here. Animal Crossing is getting a fall update tomorrow, a.k.a. today, if you're listening to this on the Patreon. Uh, updates include you can start prepping for Halloween by buying candy along with some other activities. You'll be able to grow pumpkins and buy costumes. And of course, Halloween will take place in the game on October 31st. I think I'm going to hop in for a little bit. Yeah, I'm not I'm not diving back into Animal Crossing right now. I can't do it anymore. But I want to check out, I like the idea of buying a few costumes. Yeah. You know, and maybe playing on Halloween. I have 150 hours in Animal Crossing, and I was playing every day for out for not for hours every day, but I was at least popping in every day doing like the daily stuff. And then one day I said, I don't want to play today. And I literally have not picked it up in over six months. Mm. And I'm like, I can't do it. I can't go yeah. back. I can't. Yeah. Do it. Well, it's because you stop, dude. That's how I feel too. I'm like, and I didn't even go nearly as hard as you, but I'm also at the point where I'm like, it feels like a chore. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me at this point. So I'm like, oh no, the reason I can't go back is because I know I wouldn't be able to stop again for a while. Oh, that see a little bit different for me, but my reason for stopping is that I ran out. I mean, there's still the weekly things you could do, but I just don't care anymore. I've I've paid off everything. And so. Yeah, I think I'll check it out. It's free. Why not? Yeah. Here's really important news. We have new details on the near remaster slash remake. This might be the most important news. <sighs> yes. The game officially has a title. It's near replicant version 1.22474487139 dot dot dot. Do you think that has any significance in the game? Or is no. it just for fun? <laughs> I don't care if they say it does. Right. <laughs> but it, I don't know. It might be some android number something like that so there's a new trailer out there's also a little bit of gameplay from tgs it's coming out on april 23rd 2021 on playstation 4 xbox one and pc so it is a current gen not a next gen game what's interesting to me and i've said this i said this on maddie's show and colin's show so um sorry if you've heard those but toy logic is the developer right and they have been purely a support studio on almost everything that they've done yeah and so it's a little weird to me that they have this huge success of near now and that the the next release they're doing this remake with it's weird because they're like it's not a remaster because we are changing things but it's Mm -hmm. not like fully remade it's somewhere in between well i think If they were just to say this brand new studio is making this game in this franchise that people love and has sold well, that would be weird. But saying, here's a game, you can play around with it, but mostly we just want you to remake it. That's different because they have they've shown the aptitude to be able to make good games. But what they haven't shown is the ability to create new games. Right. So one thing that Maddie told me is that there are people from platinum that are assisting. Oh, I'm sure. So that's at least good to know that it's like, I mean, I guess they could stamp it and say, this is good. And then it ends up being not good, but you would hope that because platinum is involved in at least a small sense that it's not going to be hot garbage. Right. So also with this announcement, we know now that near automata automata has sold 4.85 million copies huge success for a jrpg yeah very exciting especially a weird jrpg yeah weirder than normal i feel like right yeah i'm really excited because i have not played the original near and so i know that a lo- from my understanding the original near is like great story great atmosphere combat and gameplay not great a little boring at times so kind of like near automata excuse me <laughs> How dare you? I, I love the game, and I still think the combat's the least interesting part. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of janky. I don't think it's janky. I, I just, hate that. I, I just think the, it's repetitive. Carrick little, and I ugh. spent multiple minutes shitting on Maddie for, for talking multiple shit on the, uh, on the combat. So I now I'm outnumbered here. 
Yeah, dude. Dude, the I didn't the, say it's bad. I said it's my least favorite part. Wow, it's bad. Dude, the <laughs> the the chip system, you know, cumbersome. Fuck Annoying. off! I don't think it's cumbersome. <laughs> cumbersome. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Anyway, I'm really excited about this. April 23rd. Hey, Are for you- anyone out there who's going to write in, I awarded this game my game of the year. Okay. It's a fine. It's not game. enough. It's a fine game. You didn't fucking finish it, so you shut your mouth. I played. A, I, I did a couple endings. You're done. Be happy. You're done. You're out of the show. You're out of the show. You're kicked out. So, how do you guys feel, regardless of your feelings on Nier? I'll include you, Brandon, since you know it's since you're <laughs> you've been you're a good boy. All so, right. all right, fair. How do you guys feel about the fact that it's coming out on PS4 and Xbox One and not PS5? Does that would that deter you at all? It wouldn't deter me. It wasn't made for PS5. Right. I don't want it to come out on PS5 and pretend to be a PS5 game when it was made for PS4. Right. Yeah. And based on what we saw from Sony a few months ago, there's no chance that it won't work on PS5 because they had that rule that's like everything now needs to be compatible. Right. Whatever. I'm a little I part of me wants to get it on PC, but Nier Automata is so bad on PC to this day. You have to do all these fan mods in mm-hmm. order to fix it. So we'll see. How it goes. Anyway, very exciting. Is it going to be a, a full price release, I assume? I think so, yeah. Okay. There's like this awesome special edition that's only on the Square Enix store uh-huh. that comes with like scripts, like hardcover scripts for the game. Really neat stuff. But I was like, I can't I can't buy, be buying special editions. I like have a rule against it, except for Persona. Yeah. It's just they just end up on my shelf. And Didn't it's like, you buy why? Another, you bought other special editions recently. Catherine, Catherine and Persona are like the same. They're both Atlas um, for me. There was something else you bought, wasn't there? The only other one I can think of last gen would be Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. I bought that, and it was like you got ten, it. On, you got it on sale or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I try to. I'm I'm trying to not do the special edition thing anymore. Oh wait, I did buy the special, the mid tier step for Final Fantasy VII remake. Right. So. Okay, one last thing. There's a huge new update for No Man's Sky called Origins. And basically, they said update 3.0. Origins dramatically expands the universe of No Man's Sky. Explore a stranger, richer, and more varied universe with deeper planetary diversity, dramatic new terrain, a host of new creatures, new weather conditions, colossal buildings, and much more. Hmm. I was watching some, some stuff on this, and it actually looks really cool. Yeah. Because even with the most recent updates that I did check out a little bit, I'm like, all these planets still feel mostly the same. Uh-huh. So the idea of being able to go in and, you know, see like a- apparently what in the video there's like can be like huge mountains, sandworms, there's the sandworms now, which were in the original trailer, maybe not the original, but one of the trailers of the game had the sand sandworms. And so they're back. So with that. Is there is there any interest here from you guys? No, unfortunately, my only means of playing it is bad on a base PS4. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so for now, um, I'd be happy to honestly, I would gladly pop that in on my PS5. Oh, check it out. Yeah, it, it, it might be perfect. When they announced next, I was in the car listening to the presentation on you know on the radio because I had it through my phone. And I literally was passing a GameStop and I pulled over, got out, bought the game for $7 at GameStop, went home and sat it there until the VR came out, popped on the VR headset in No Man's Sky, never having played the game before at all, played like three hours of it, enjoyed it, but I got my $7 worth. It's not calling my name. There's too many other things that are calling my name for me to care about it. So Right. It's not that I think it's bad. I just... It's 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 not even close to being the same game as launch, right. Right. which is I I mean good, but yeah, it's it's just crazy how much it's advanced since the beginning. Right, it is out on Xbox Game Pass for both console and PC. I was thinking about the PC version. Oh, well, you know what? That was kind of tempting. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, man, one of the things I hated was the shitty frame rate and technical aspects. So hopefully on PC, right, be a pretty good experience. All right, let's end out with some some quickies i just have three quickies for you first of all torchlight 3 
is out officially on October 13th for PS4, Xbox and Steam. They are planning to release the game eventually on Switch. It's been, I believe, in early access Mm -hmm. and now it's coming out. And the former Torchlight games are supposed to be very respectable Diablo style games. You ever played them? I've played a little bit of two. Okay. Yeah. Me and you played them in college. Yeah. For a little bit. Yeah. So I am. I only ever played the first one. I have the second one because it was in a humble bundle or something like that. But right. I I liked it. I'm mildly interested. Yeah. To check since it's coming out of early access um, in in checking this one out. The Jackbox Party Pack 7 will be released on October 15th. And most notably, it has a bunch of new games, but also Quiplash 3. Dude, I just fucking bought six. Well, you're fucked. Son of a bitch. I'm sure it has all different games. I would have just waited, though. Yeah. I like having the up to date because that was the thing about the old ones. As I was looking at some of them are so old at this point or like old enough culturally that I wanted to get the newer one. You know, I'm curious because I heard some complaints about the more recent packs that they're some of it was a little geared too much towards streamers. Really? Have you heard that? No, I didn't. I know that there's a lot of streamer options in it. Yeah. Do people stream that? Oh, yeah, because you get your audience in your audience can play with you with like very little hookup. I've never watched somebody stream it. I should. I'm interested now. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's fine. But the times I have the problem is that like I feel like Jackbox is a perfect party game when you know the people you're playing with. Right. When like because then like, you know, we have inside jokes, the three of us from five years ago that. Nobody else in the world is going to understand. Even people we hang out with aren't going to understand because they weren't there for that. Exactly. And those things come into play. When you do it with, like, the general public... It takes all that away. It's a little different. Yeah, it's a little different. Not to say it couldn't still be fun, but I just... I don't want to watch people I don't know play with people they don't know. Yeah. And not understand it. Like, it's... Yeah. I played Jackbox when I was at uh, our friend, friend of the show, Kevin his apartment uh-huh. a few weeks ago i played the t-shirt one where you make your own t-shirts oh yeah i don't think i played that one dude it's it's very fun like basically you have to you draw and you make t-shirts and then other people you write slogans and then it like matches up the slogans with the t-shirt <laughs> and it's cool because you can order the shirt that you make oh, in the really? game if you want yeah that's hilarious um i played jackbox with i think boo played with us she she hopped on and then the super best friends and Garrett Morlang. It was basically a HP video game podcast network night. Yeah. And a bunch of us hopped on and played. And I think I could be wrong on this, but I think Garrett ended up buying a couple of the shirts oh. from that night. I think or at least he like generated them and, and tweeted them or something. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Last but not least, Xbox has a new feature that I thought was so cool. I wanted to share it. You're now allowed to preload a game before putting in a disc and I'm assuming purchasing. Yeah. So, for example, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, we'll say, is coming out. And you know you're going to pick up the disc day one. But you know that, especially on fucking Xbox, mm-hmm. it's going to take hours after you put that disc in. Now, you can preload and be ready to go. That All you need to do is put in that disc on yeah. launch day. That's awesome. Just for it to verify the code. Which essentially confirms that all they're really putting on there anymore is the license right there's not a whole lot of data on that disc yeah yeah i mean or it's at least not reading the data right after the initial install it's the disc is just sitting in its tray it spins (laughs) up and checks to make sure it's there and then dude but i'm here for that because as we've talked about i am still mostly i prefer physical media but like i don't know if i've got a game i know is going to be delivered or i'm going to pick it up or even something as simple as Dustin says, hey, I have this game. I'm done with it. And I'm like, cool, I want to check it out. I'm going to meet you tonight at 7 o'clock. I can have it loaded up and ready for when I grab the game. And then it's ready to go. Like, it's just perfect scenario for me. Did you guys see... So, basically, a lot of big YouTubers and websites got Series X's yeah. in this past week. Well, I think they got them last week and their content is out now. Did you guys check out any of that coverage? Some of it. I read some of the articles. I didn't watch any videos or anything. It seems pretty pretty interesting. Um, basically, the long and short of it is the SSD is fast. Yeah. It'll make your games load in like 10 seconds instead of a minute. Yeah. Right. It's not like 
blink of an eye fast. Right. But th- we are working off old games that have not been optimized. Right. But what's really cool is that games that have unlocked frame rates are like running really well. Yeah. Like Sekiro was running at a, like a near 60 FPS on Xbox Series X. And that's with the, without the developers touching anything. Right. So. So making your old ga- games even. Even better. better. Yeah. What's really interesting so in order to for some games that are like a lot of games will have a locked 30. So even if they have that extra horsepower, you're not going to be able to take advantage of it. Digital Foundry kind of implied that Microsoft is going is working on a feature that at a hardware level can improve your game, your old games without the developers needing to do anything. Interesting. That's more in depth than what we're already seeing. Yeah, that would be really cool. I also don't I mean, obviously, I don't I'm not a coder or uh, anything, but I don't even know how that's possible. What like AI intelligence? I just well, I'm thinking more that it could if a game has a frame rate lock that they would be able to bypass it. But yeah, I just, just like override it. Maybe I don't know yeah. how because that's usually coded right in. Yeah, I don't know. It was like a, a light implying he's like uh, this was Richard from digital foundry in the video he's like yeah they're working you know potentially something like this hopefully we'll have more to share on that soon Hmm. so interesting stuff one question about this that i wanted to ask you guys about this coverage is one of the big things people are talking about are the the suspend and resume Uh so you can have like they were saying in certain instances like six games running i thought it was going to limit it to like two or three so from my understanding, it's depending on what games you have suspended. Okay. So if they're indies, like small titles, then right. you could have a bunch. But I think the guy from GameSpot said he had like six different games huh. running at once. Is that something that appeals to you guys at all? No. Me neither. But I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things I don't have that ability. So I, I just see, don't even think about for it. For me, like, two, like uh, for instance. Two, yeah. Me. Let's say you want to play, you know, you're... Let's use the exact scenario that happened two nights ago. Brandon's playing Doom Eternal. I hop on and say, you want to play Call of Duty? He's able to pull Call of Duty right up. We play for a little bit. He hops right back into Doom Eternal when when we're done. Yeah. Would be really nice if you didn't have to load that loading screen back up and everything. But you're you're a little different. But for the most part, I'm going to play this game until I'm done with it kind of guy. Yeah. 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 Which this feature, I think one thing that at least I wasn't thinking about is that it will only work if you have digital games, which most people on Xbox. Now I don't think are going to be putting very many discs if they have game pass. I wouldn't be. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting stuff. So I don't know, man, I have that pre-order for series X. I think I was thinking about it more deeply the other night and I'm like, there's really no reason for me to keep that. Yeah. Cause I was thinking like, well maybe from, maybe I can justify it on a work perspective like it'd be nice to have one if i want to capture or something and then i was like you can capture on pc you're getting a 3080 yeah there's literally no reason to have this yeah other than it's shiny and new and i'll have a playstation so yeah interesting that's kind of where i was at i was really tempted in a way i was like man i should i should just whatever let me just buy a quest a quest 2 yeah and then i was like no i'm about to have a new playstation Right. I just bought a new graphics card. I just bought a new CPU. I don't. I've got enough shiny stuff right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's where I'm at. I'm just man. I'm waiting for that 3080 to get shipped. So it's going to come empty box (laughs) or it's going to come busted. and I'm going to have to RMA it in half. Yeah. Well, if it's my uh, my 20s or yeah, 2070, uh, I I ordered it. No, it was my motherboard. I had to get a new motherboard and I ordered it and I paid for the expedited shipping, like the overnight shipping. And it was like three days later and it was like shipped. And I was like, okay, so it should be here tomorrow because they don't guarantee it from when you order it. They guarantee it from when they ship it. Right. And then it sat in like Los Angeles or something for a week. And I was like, I literally, my computer (laughs) is just a giant brick on my desktop right now because the motherboard's blown. And it was the most agonizing thing in the world. Yeah. In that situation, you should have been able to get the refund. For I got the, the refund for the expedited shipping. I asked good. them to entirely refund me, and I was going to drive to West Virginia to go to a Best Buy that had 
a similar motherboard in stock that I would have paid more for and had to drive two hours each way for, but I was willing to do it because I had stuff I needed to do. Like that yeah. week we had like two or three video reviews that Dave did that I needed to help with. And like normal stuff that I don't even remember that I don't even realize I use my computer for not to mention games and everything else. And I'm like, man, I didn't realize how much I needed my computer until right now. Right. Yeah. That's what it's kind of a similar case with me. Not exactly similar, but it's annoying because I paid for the two day shipping Yeah. because I was like, I don't want any chance of them canceling it. I just want right. them to send it as soon as possible. And it's just been sitting processing right. for all this time. Yeah. The, the, and that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize with Amazon prime is yeah, you get two day free shipping, but that's two days from when they ship it. Right. Yeah. It'd still be four days before it's ready to go. It's usually not, but it could be. Dude, it's so cool at my parents' house. You can do yeah. either same day yeah. or like next day. I just For was like, like most items, right? Yeah. yeah. I ordered because it was the same, like, I think it was like $2. I was like, fuck it. I want to try it out. And I ordered that Junji Ito book yeah. and it was on the doorstep at like 745 in the morning. Yeah. Wow. I was like, whoa, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then what's weird is that. It's it's like guaranteed by 8 a.m. It came at 745 and they sent us an email and was like, hey, sorry, we were late. Here's the shipping feedback. Yeah. I'm like, well, you weren't late. You weren't I'll late, but you know, <laughs> whatever. So. All right. That's it for our show this week. There Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we appreciate you coming on board, Play hanging Hades. out with us. And yeah, if you don't already, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's iTunes or the Google Play Store or Spotify, whatever. We're there. Make sure to subscribe. If you can, leave us a rating and review. We'd really appreciate that. Also, as I mentioned earlier, Patreon, check us out there. And last but not least, if you want to join our Discord, it's handsomephantom.com slash Discord. You can join in, hang out, talk to us. I was talking shit about Dave a little bit. Were you? I, I said it. that he was uncultured because he was from oh, uh, Canada. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, uh, I mean, that's that's just true. What though. did he know? What something was there? A gob. Okay. A gob. In fairness, yes. no one outside of Western Pennsylvania knows what a gob is. Right. Yeah. They're, they're delicious. It's funny because I called said Dave was uncultured from Canada and I've been watching almost nothing but Trailer Park Boys <laughs> for the last like two and a half weeks. Which is also uncultured from tra from Canada. But it is. It's some it is culture from canada yes. that i am consuming culture and i also love letter kenny so all right basically i'm fucked hey real quick <laughs> yeah letter kenny somebody reminded me of this the other day we still have tickets that we paid for to see letter kenny live yep that you know obviously got postponed when's it gonna i need to know that's the thing i was telling holly i was like i want to go to that but if they just canceled it and i got however much money back i'd be like or something yeah okay yeah so who knows who knows? Is it even going to be a PAX in March? Ooh, I'm pointing to no. Yeah, me too. That we will not be a I'm PAX in no. March. Yeah. But hard to say. That saddens me. And on that note, thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. The HP Podcast and Handsome Phantom are fan funded through patreon.com slash handsome phantom. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Ben, Jared Cavaliero, Jason Canham, Michael J. Sutherland, and Shuttleworth. <laughs>